You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. been doing you've been, you've been surviving me oh yeah man yeah, me all or of double. You, both of you both of us are you guys yeah. now are you both working from home have you not seen each other since uh last time we recorded well i mean we have our video calls for work yeah so i've seen them then but okay but now like, we haven't we haven't yeah. occupied the same space in five days not in the flesh in five days joe how are you holding up yeah I was like, how are you i'm doing, doing all right man i'm doing, doing good you ever see the movie the shining yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like that I can't remember when, but uh, <laughs> all work and uh, no play makes Joe a dull boy. Huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So how many times have you told Sarah, Sarah? My- <laughs> Actually, none so far. Good, good. Yeah, I'm proud. Of, I am proud of you, Joe. <laughs> Neither one of us has looked at the other one and went, "When I'm in here, I'm working, and when you come in here." You screw up my concentration. Yeah. Oh, that's like... <laughs> no, we haven't done that yet. Good. We're okay. That's good. That's... Hide the baseball oh, bat. Guys, for four days straight, I've been trying to download the hunt. Oh yeah. For some reason, like I'm able to get, I was able to get everything else that I needed to get. I'm, I'm caught up on Supernatural. I got uh, like the new Star Wars. I got the Vin Diesel Bloodshot movie. Yeah, uh, but for some reason, for some reason, the Hunt. Every time I try to download it, like by the time it finishes, and it's like a two-hour download because yeah. I'm pirating it. Um, every time it finishes, Eight. it's like failed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> just, why? Just... Why did you? Why did you make me wait this long to give me the failed message? <laughs> why are you trying to download that movie Looking anyway? It's not even supposed to be that good. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see. <laughs> Isn't Joel, it gonna be, what else am I going to do? It's going to be like on demand here in a couple of uh, weeks. Just hold out. It is. It is on demand. It's uh, demand on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> the legal version. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am excited about uh, Onward because we were going to go see that in theaters. And uh, we nah. got I got that one too. Do you? Well, oh. It's coming to Disney yeah. Plus like next weekend. We'll just hold out. Well, it's coming to my TV in 20 hours. <laughs> like, we're going to watch that. <laughs> what else is going on? I uh I was playing some Animal Crossing this morning. Oh yeah. And uh ended up How playing is- uh, here. Talk it's the- it's boring. It's super boring. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like a Sims game. The only reason I was into it was because it's a social game, something that we could play right now, especially right now as we're all being like forced to stay locked up. Like, oh, this, you know, we can kind of play video games, be social with people. But it's like just to get to that point where you're able to go to other people's islands and they can come to yours. It takes forever to get to that point. Uh, so it's it's a little disappointing. Now, what better time though for a yeah. game where you basically live a second life? to come out like when we're all stuck at home when we can't physically go outside and just play a little animal exactly, crossing, right? Yeah, Build your little garden. That's, I bet they were part of it. I think they planned it. Oh, you think it's a big conspiracy <laughs> for sales of animal crossing? Yeah. Diabolical. Yeah. Are you guys ready for your big check from the government? <laughs> no, hold my breath on that one. <laughs> no. Come on, man. That big, old, that big old check. Hey, Tess, they say you get $500 per kid. Ooh. Oh, what? Time to start claiming some of them children. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Time oh, to call never. up Laverne. Time to call up uh, Shirley. Uh, That's right. Denise. That, <laughs> oh, nice. that other one. The redheaded Thanos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black Widow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He'll be writing all those names down. Oh no, I got eight kids. I got eight of them. Got, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's five. Joe says five hundred dollars each. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll wait, wait and see what happens with that. They, I heard that even if this thing does pass, like we'll see that money maybe in a few weeks. If you've done direct deposit with the IRS, mm-hmm. then you'll get the money in a couple weeks. But those of you that have not done direct deposit will have to wait till July to get your check. <laughs> Fucking mail me a check. That's okay. <laughs> Got enough uh, money to hold out for three months? It's no problem, right? Everybody does. <laughs> Who doesn't? What do you What do you guys think about that? Like the whole like, should they be putting rent and mortgage payments on hold until this thing blows over? Yes, absolutely. 
I mean, it's easy for me to say because, like, we don't have to cover the costs of that. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, this whole thing about, like, bailing out casinos and, uh, you know, big, big industry. The last time we did that didn't really work out so well. Like, bail out the people who need the money. We're the ones who keep the economy afloat, right? It's like Fight Club. We are the, we are, uh, the people who mow your lawns mm-hmm. and bring your food. Do not fuck with us. You, you're not mowing anybody's lawn. No, not me. I pay a team of Mexicans to do that, of course. Just kidding. Just kidding. My lawn's getting long. You need to come out. You need to cut this thing. Oh. COVID? I don't care about COVID. What? I care about the, the crabgrass is what I care about. <laughs> is it okay, Joel? How's it sounding on your end? It's It sounds better when it's not breaking up. There's just a bit of a delay. But eh, what are we going to do? Is it breaking up still? Uh, only occasionally. Is it still breaking up? It's it's fine right now. Oh. Uh, it's it's only oh, when yeah. you go to make a really okay. funny joke or tell an interesting story that it breaks up. <laughs> so, you know, oh, exactly geez. when we need it to work. Well, luckily, I don't do a whole lot of that. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank so. Christ. It's the editing man. <laughs> I'm the next wave radio network. My name's Joe. No, no, the delay is way too often. Yes. <laughs> it's this. Where Tess actually beats you to it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, technology. This is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other, with you, our lovely editing bay listeners. You can join in the conversation, go to facebook.com slash editing bay or in that search bar on Facebook, type in the editing bay and find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that and that's where you can talk back to us and let us know what you think about the movie of the week or, you know, just other movies. If you have some kind of idea of something you'd like us to watch, put your suggestions there and we'll add it to the list. This week is Tess's pick. Tess, yeah. tell us about this one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this week. I decided to pick a movie suggested by a great friend of the show, uh, Mr. <laughs> Jason Cox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had to give him some more love this week again. Um, I decided to pick this movie because, honestly, I had never heard of it. But to go into the theme that we've kind of been going over the last couple of weeks, um, this whole post-apocalyptic world. So that's why going into this, I mean, I knew I had nothing to expect I, I knew nothing to expect from this but everybody that i knew apparently has seen this movie except for me comes it came out in 2002 directed by danny boyle the great danny oh, boyle danny boy uh, who gave us shallow grave train spotting a life less ordinary the beach slumdog millionaire sunshine oh. 127 hours steve jobs uh he also directed right. the 2012 london olympics opening yeah, he did. and the movie hmm. yesterday this film was made for eight million dollars Actually, I think that's uh, euros. Maybe, maybe that was pounds. I think that was pounds. Or pounds, Eight that's right. Pounds. They're, they're not part of the euro. Uh, hmm. But then the box office gave dollars, so it, it made $82.7 million back. Mm-hmm. Uh, other movies that came out in 2002, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Minority Report, Spider-Man, oh. uh, Road to Perdition, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Catch Me If You Can, still haven't seen that. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Star Wars, oh, Attack of the Clones, Gangs of New one. York, Austin Powers, and oh, Cold Member, Men in Black 2, Signs, Die Another Day, Equilibrium, Blade 2, and 8 Mile. Spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti. What would you do if you had <laughs> one chance, one opportunity to snatch everything that you wanted in life? Would you hang out? With Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> no, Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> no relation to Michelle Pfeiffer. Coming soon to an episode of The Editing Bay. <laughs> uh, so, Tess, you said this is the first time. Joel, you've seen this movie before, I right? have seen this. I saw this one that came out on DVD because uh, it was uh, quite the buzz. Uh, of course, I loved Train Spotting oh. when that came out, so I knew Danny Boyle and I was following his work closely. And when I heard that he was going to be shooting a film on uh, on mini-DV tape, which uh, this, this film was yeah. 90% of it shot in digital. Uh, using those uh, Canon XL1 cameras, tell. which we used to use uh, back when I, I worked at old Camp TV, and uh, so yeah, that's what we uh, what we filmed Roachman on. That's right. That's it. Yeah, that was what uh, independent filmmakers were doing. If you didn't have uh, thirty five thousand dollars to shoot on any form of uh, film, and uh, so it was interesting to kind of see him come from a film background, but then go into this digital space. Um, and man, there are pros and cons to that approach, which I'm sure we will talk about. There yeah. are. This is not a pretty looking film. Oh, not at all. Uh, I mean, it's, would you say it's Fight not. Club is pretty? Uh, no. Really? Not in 2020. Fight- <laughs> I, would 
<laughs> you don't think Fight Club is pretty? I don't think Fight Club is Fight pretty. Fight Club is a gorgeous <laughs> film. It is art directed within an inch of its life. Like <laughs> okay. everything there is intentional. <laughs> wrong. What, I don't know. What is your opinion of this movie? Well, it's this. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. I love Fight Club is gorgeous. <laughs> I, I, think, I love uh, Fight Club too. I think I there's a way to make a looking movie. Yeah. I think it's a good film, though. Well, no, but I mean, like, I think there's a way to make something look gritty and dirty, and it still be beautiful at the same time. It's like American Beauty. Remember the scene where the plastic bag is flung around in the wind, and if you're, you mean you're the looking, trash? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the trash. <laughs> hey, man! One man's trash. It's another man's uh, Fight Club. Trash. That's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, uh, I I think in the same way that Fight Club is gritty and, and beautiful in its own way, um, but while not a, a traditional form of beauty, I think uh, I think mm. Twenty Eight Days Later has its own style. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think I, I think I know what you mean by that. I mean it's kind of like it's one of those dirty movies that are are still really really great. Kind of like well, that movie The Crow. Yeah, because that's a that's yeah. a dirty looking movie. But honestly, it is a dirty looking. I would never say that The Crow is a is a beautiful movie, but it's a good film. Yeah. It's like I mean, you you remember it? Did they did they use special effects to like make London look completely empty? No, how did they? Because it looked practical, I, and it was practical. So what they did was um, they had a, a police procession because there's long shots of uh, is it Killian or Cillian? I always forget. Killian, it's Killian. Killian Murphy, uh, the star of this. You may know him from uh, the, the the Batman Begins and the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> As the yes, scarecrow, scarecrow. Right? yeah. What else do you know him from, Joe? We know him from. Uh, he was also in a movie. He was in a movie with um, uh, Rachel McAdams called Red Eye, which was really good. Oh, that's is he right. the guy from Peaky Blinders? As yes. Well? Yep, Peaky okay. Blinders. Creepy looking motherfucker. He usually plays like a a, a, a villain uh, nowadays because he's very creepy. But uh, it's nice mm-hmm. to see him. In, and this is the first thing I'd seen him in. And uh, he's, he's oh, really okay. endearing when he's the protagonist. Yeah. But yeah, yeah to answer um, your question, they have basically like a, a police procession that was holding back traffic behind him and in front of him. And they had like 10 different cameras set up. So it was almost like a like a funeral procession So it, it, with Killian Murphy in the middle. So the police cars were kind of like just staying out of the camera's way. And uh, uh-huh. as he walked down these, these different places, uh, they were able to get like a, a completely empty uh, London, which is, yeah, really Holy surreal. Shit. Well, two points to that, then. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of these shots make sense because they look like they're unmanned cameras and they just happen to be, like, catching yeah. footage of him like he's going down the stairs. And I'm like, it feels like there's no one behind that camera. They just set it up and they're just going back and reviewing footage. Uh, so mm-hmm. I thought that was impressive. Also, for 8 million pounds, yeah. that doesn't seem like a whole lot of money <laughs> that you could not. shut parts of the city down. Like, that's, that's amazing because London is kind of, a huge tourist attraction, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, city of London. Well, they were doing things uh, like they were filming on Sunday between like 7 a.m. and 9 a.m., so you had some good light, but it still was. It, so it was the least busy time in London, if there is ever such a thing. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel like uh, like Robert Kirkman in The Walking Dead took a few cues from this movie? Oh, uh, sure. With, with their material, yeah. Oh, my God, definitely, Doug. Like, the like the, fir- the first scene where he wakes up, and it, we got to talk about the wake-up scene, because waking oh, yeah. up in a hospital already from the beginning, you have to know some shit's going down. When you see nobody at all yes. in a hospital, it's like, what the fuck? And you're completely nude. Yeah, exactly. He's completely – so it, it immediately I was like, wait, is this this is The Walking Dead. This is when Rick woke up in the hospital yep. not knowing where the fuck anybody was, and he's like, oh, shit's going on right now. You Except know, this time, instead of Rick, it was Killian Murphy's dick. Why are skinny Brits always showing off their junk? Man? I don't know, man, but man, no his his uh, pubic hair game is like on point. Like that shit is out of control. <laughs> like I understand, like he was oh, unconscious for twenty eight days, but I feel like I couldn't grow that method. in a year. He was method. He <laughs> was method. Like, I was like, dog, can you put on some fucking pants, please? <laughs> Jesus. Luckily, he did. Yeah, but, you get uh, it. All right, his penis. Get, like, move on. Did they have him laying in a hospital bed naked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did for for, for what felt like five minutes. I was like, no, shut <laughs> the fuck up already. Like, shit. Like, Jesus. why didn't they have him in a gown? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I don't know what Apparently kind of hospital he was in. They can't afford it. You would think, they can't afford gown. You want to get realistic. Don't just show me him naked. I want to see, like, the stains when he gets up. Because that dude has messed himself <laughs> over the course of 28 days. Oh, that's a good point. Come on. Oh, yeah, no colostomy bag connected or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the best point. It's really what we should be focused on right now. <laughs> How shitty he should have been. In- <laughs> 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 
So okay, so so Tess, this being your first time seeing this movie, yes. what are your initial thoughts? Uh, well, the first thoughts, besides like this motherfucker needs some pants at the beginning of it, was I mean, this is it's a little this is gritty and like it, it was a little it was a little slow because I mean I guess they were try, they were trying to set up that all right he's by himself he's alone there's some sh- there, and like there's clearly something that went that went down from the infection but. I thought it was going to, and it goes into what kind of like Joel was saying about how he, how this movie is basically just like a I Am Legend or whatever, what he said last week. I was like, okay, are they going to do it where we're going to spend about an hour or so where we don't see anybody else? But I mean, but he did get to other, he did get to people pretty quickly in the movie. That's true. Where he ended up going into that, into the church. But, and that, happens upon people conveniently like it's the wizard of oz and after he was like after his ass like woke the fuck up in that hospital where there was nobody and he was drinking and like he found like empty ass pepsi and we got to talk about how much they drink pepsi in this (laughs) they they clearly were sponsored by them i was like another fucking pepsi like oh yeah (laughs) i've never seen people drink as that much pepsi since like the uh kendall jenner uh commercial she did the like, drink of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> that's right. Okay. The choice yeah, of a like dead she, generation. Like, yeah, that's that's the drink for the Cut that's that the out. drink for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, he didn't see, but yeah, he stumbled upon them in that church, and that and like and oh. honestly, the initial the initial thought that I had was are they all dead? Because I didn't really see anybody moving. But then then a bunch of people just shot the fuck up and they're like, oh shit. And they all start chasing him, and that's when Dude. that reverend almost fucking when he's when he shouts hello and those guys just turn around with their mouths open, Ugh. still like I'd be like, Mm-mm, no. Yeah, no. And you know what? I want to say something about the the zombies here. Is this the first movie, or at least this is the first movie I can remember where zombies went from being like these slow, dumb things that were just wanted to eat your brains, but they they, they were kind of comatose, right? And they move very slowly. This is the first one I can yeah. remember where like these motherfuckers are running, they're climbing, they're fast, mm-hmm. they're they're uh they're they're rage filled. Oh yeah, motherfuckers had track speed. Like Jesus, yeah. that was like a bunch track. of Usain Bolt. So. <laughs> well, they it was crazy. They did hire a bunch of athletes to be the zombies because they wanted them to to do all these things and they wanted them to get hurt. So oh, yeah, there's some truth to that. What's your football right. players, bro? Oh, bro, that's right. We need the oxen. I don't know what's wrong with us. Well, <laughs> it, it it was the first time I. It is the first time I remember seeing running zombies, mm-hmm. and then and then that started like a whole thing where like the the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead remake, yeah, uh, had had running zombies all World over World War it. Z. World War Z, mm-hmm. yeah, man. World War Z. They were creating ladders out of each other. They were doing circus was- Soleil stuff. Oh wow, really? That Brad Pitt's in that one, isn't he? He sure is. He yeah. Is. Where do you come down on that film, Joe? I saw it once. <laughs> oh, really? Not, not a fan. It is the it is the outbreak of zombie movies where like oh. Brad Pitt somehow goes and like finds the cure to zombieism yeah. and brings it back to America. I, I, well, he's like, Brad Pitt. What can what? he do? <laughs> to me, it kind of feels like the Titanic of zombie movies. Like he's everywhere in, that something important happens. Yes, he just happens every to time. Me. Okay, so uh, I wanted to ask you, Joel. Yeah. The first time I remembered when I saw this movie the first time, wasn't there a scene, or maybe this was just footage they did for the trailer, where Killian Murphy is walking around London, and he comes across just a straggling guy walking around, and then the dude turns toward him and starts running, and like we see him kind of like start to panic as the guy gets closer, and then he starts running away. I seem to remember that being footage from this movie, but it never happened. Like That's how when I was expecting, because this is the first time I've seen this movie in maybe 10 years, uh, and mm-hmm. so I'm coming back to it, and I'm, I'm remembering that scene and never saw it, so I was curious if that was like part of a trailer. I'd forgotten about it, and now that you're describing it, I do seem to recall that. Like that was the big selling. Like, like that was the teaser trailer. But uh, man, mm-hmm. if so, then ahead of its time. Like using footage and trailers that was not intended for the actual release. Although speaking yeah. of uh, footage that wasn't intended for release, do you guys stick around uh, to, to see the alternate ending after the uh, credits? No, oh, I did no. not. Did you know there was one? No, I, I had no, no idea. I uh, I remember this from from the DVD. Of course, you know back when DVD was big, they were always throwing the alternate endings on there. So I I had seen it when it came out, but the alternate ending uh, actually has Killian Murphy dying at the end. Does not survive uh, along with uh, Selena and Hannah, and uh, they they wow they use clips, uh, little snippets of it um, at the end of the cut that we saw, the actual cut um, when like they're rushing him to mm. the hospital in the gurney. But then of course it cuts to. Oh, we're in. Uh, you know, we're we've built a garden, and now uh, the plane's going to come rescue us. 
but instead, in this alternate ending, he dies yeah. there in the hospital, and uh, Selena and, and Hannah take off on their own. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it is oh like my God. Imagine. Yeah, not hard he to believe why uh, that didn't play well to audiences. So uh, obviously not what the uh, the final cut ended up being. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. No, I'm, watch- I'm watching the trailer right now to see if something like that oh, happens wow. here. Were you right? Uh, I, wonder they I wonder why they did. Oh, that's funny. That's funny they did that like that, that they always come down to, uh, okay, are we going to kill him or not kill him in the end of this movie? Yeah, that I, th- I thought that was that's kind of weird, too, to hear that. Like, I guess it's probably that's probably what the original ending was and then test audiences were like no mm-hmm. no we we cannot put this person through like all this stuff exactly and then you know like kill them at the end yeah that's a real tragedy. um but i think right. that i think that the ending the alternate ending that you're describing seems like it would be a little more fitting to the tone of what's going on in this movie because ultimately it's it's tragic it's like yes. every time you kind of feel like things are looking up Ugh, it's when it's everything falls apart yeah dude there is some like haunting... the, uh, the brendan gleason the Brendan Gleeson character, oh, what God. happens with uh, with Hannah and Frank or whatever. Ugh. Oh, yeah. oh man. It's that's nuts. Disgusting. Well, that listen, is, that's, that's on him for standing underneath <laughs> the uh, the decaying corpse of a zombie and waiting for his blood <laughs> to drip in his game. eyes. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. What if is it? The- <laughs> if it didn't land in his eyes, it was going to land in his mouth. Like, why are you standing directly yes, underneath? Get away. That was That was his outbreak moment. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, in my eye. Which ah. doesn't that doesn't that seem ridiculous though? Because up to that point, they've illustrated this person to be pretty capable and prepared for like all the stuff that happens in yeah, the zombie it's been apocalypse. Pretty smart about it so far, and and that's what takes him out. Such a goofy ass way to get taken out in the Poetic, zombie apocalypse. Though. But yeah, Joe, uh, you're talking about how dark the the, the tone is. Uh, there's some haunting imagery in this film that uh, will kind of stay with you that, that I remember from the first time. That shot of like the dead mother holding the the baby that that he yeah. walks across, and yeah. uh, what was the other one? Oh, that whole scene with his parents where he discovers his parents. How sad is that? Oh my oh, god! Oh, dude, and they and they left the note, and they're like, "We left you sleeping. We're going to go sleep too, and hopefully we'll find you or something like that." <laughs> the, the, oh, the last wow. line is like, well, "Don't wake dark. up." <laughs> It's like, bitch, if I'm Man. reading this, the note, I've already woken up. <laughs> Thanks for that happy note, Ma. Okay, you make a good point. <laughs> it's, it's called a dramatic device. Joel. I know, Come I on. know. Still. Man. I forgot the opening, the, the direct opening of this movie where it's like they're clockwork oranging, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, primates and stuff. It's at the Cambridge Primate Research Facility, which, by the way, could use some lights. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I what understand the night shift but, uh, when you're... is that dark, man. Yeah. Um, so these people, like if you've ever seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they're the <sighs> clit. <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to they're going to save all the animals. <laughs> and uh, and so they're in there. They're taking pictures. They're like, we're going to save these apes. And this scientist walks in, and in no uncertain terms is telling them like, hey. We, you can't let them out they're because infected. there's this that's going on. They're infected. And they're like, what were you talking about? It's, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the click commander. Fuck like, this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I mean, why are you not listening to the scientist? Like, he's clearly the smartest man in the room. Why clearly. are you not listening to him? And like, huh? Well, you know what? Maybe we should listen to what he's saying. Because these apes they look like they're probably acting a little weird, a little aggressive, maybe. Yes. Um, but yeah, that they, they fall like dominoes once they open that first cage, man. Yeah, chick gets bit in the face. Oh, yeah, it didn't take long at all. <laughs> it did not take long at all. I like it that, only though. took 28 days. He ends up waking up 28 days later and drinking a bunch of Pepsi throughout this. <laughs> and when he... So after... That's the... After uh, the whole... Like after the the church scene and everything like that, like where he ends up smacking the shit out of that reverend to stop <laughs> him from, from from killing him, because it was funny because he's sitting there staring at him like, oh, what do I do? What do I? It's like, no, he's charging at you. Hit this guy. I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you. But then when he's running out, because he's he's running for like a good after he wakes up he's running for like a, a good part and then that's when he runs into the um the two people like that's when he runs into mark and um selena that's right he first meets them or whatever yeah and fortuitous. yeah and th- and that whole and that's the thing that whole thing right there is is crazy because they go they you know they take him in they take him all the way back to like their lair and everything like that where they're where uh yeah well to his house first that yeah. is that where they, okay so that's where he was under 
They go to his lair. They go oh. to their lair, and then they take him to because his house. Because he wanted to go get his – okay, okay, that's how – so at his house is where he's, like, I guess in the basement or whatever like that, and he's looking at uh, old videos or some shit. Oh, yeah. And then, like – and that's when, like, a couple of these zombies break into the fucking house, yeah. and, and, like, he's then under attack and everything. And in the midst of this, like, they end up saving him, but Mark gets bitten or whatever on his arm, oh, yeah. and with no fucking hesitation at all, Selena <laughs> – Hacks him to fucking death, and I'm like, oh my! Didn't you just you just came here with this guy? Like, and that I was like, oh yeah. okay. She has no remorse about any of this. This is gonna be she's gonna cut shit this whole movie, whatever, and she does. And that's yeah. why she survived that yeah. long. She she knew how to survive in the fucking yeah. zombie she's badass bitch. <laughs> she had no mercy, and it didn't matter who the fuck it was. This like that scene with Frank, where uh, he where the blood gets in his fucking eye. Shoot him! Kill him right now! Kill him right now! As she's holding his daughter, she's yeah. holding his daughter. Yeah, 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 know, yeah, yeah. I was reading a little a trivia about this, so uh, they don't show it in the movie, obviously. But Selena, played by what's her name, Naomi Harris, is that what her name is? The yeah, you, Naomi Harris from uh, she's Money Penny in these uh, Miami Vice. And Miami Vice, that's right. She's in the new James Bond yeah. movies as well. Uh, her and Danny Boyle, the director, kind of came up with a little backstory to, to kind, of help, kind of help her character. Uh, and the backstory goes that her parents get turned, and she has to kill them to save her little brother, but then turns out the little brother got turned as well. So she ends up basically oh, killing her oh, entire family. Man. So you would, uh, you would imagine that uh, that would have an impact on somebody in, in less than a month. Oh. Oh, wow. That's pretty rough. Yeah. She does. She did a great job. She's, she's one of the standout performances oh, yeah. in this movie. Uh, and you know what? It's really tough for me to say like somebody's a standout performer because I do think everybody does a great job. Pretty good cast. They're, they're really good. And if this movie suffers from anything, it's just the the typicality of like how it ebbs and flows. Like uh, things are going well, so we need to take things down. Sure. Things are going well, we need to take things down. Um, almost to the point where. The formula gets a little annoying by the time you get to the military compound. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay. That's <laughs> almost right. like a whole other movie within this movie. And it doesn't feel like yeah. a third act. It feels like a, another chapter. Like if this it, were it a feels TV like a se- series. Chapter, like a sequel. Yeah. Or a sequel. Which it's they like made. They made movie. a 28 Days Later TV show. I, yeah, I was about to ask y'all if you guys, if you, oh, 28 Days Later TV show? I didn't know about that. I knew about the 28 Weeks Later movie. I thought, I saw, made. I, thought I saw on IMDb there's a they did days oh. later show. They did. I saw twenty eight weeks later. I mean, isn't that just basically The Walking Dead, but British? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, hey, how Andrew how, Lincoln's British, so it still counts. There you go. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. How is the sequel? Yeah. Because I didn't. I didn't see that one. Oh, it's got Jeremy Renner and Rose Byrne and uh, Robert and Amanda Poots. Oh, what? <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's good. I liked it. Oh, Idris yeah. Elba. Oh, Idris what? Elba. Yeah, he Black, yourself, is it? Black Superman? <laughs> well, now he's got now he's got COVID nineteen. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, oh man, <sighs> recover well. <laughs> recover well, man. I'm we'll so sad. I'm still so sad about that. So you how- got a ventilator? You got a ventilator? <laughs> Joe, how is 20, uh, 28 weeks compared to uh, to this one? Twenty eight, yeah, twenty eight oh, days. It it looks better. <laughs> I think. It was no, not um, shot on mini TV. It's it's honestly it's not bad. This one's definitely the better of the two films. I figured it's really. Twenty eight weeks later, kind of sticks more to one singular storyline, one singular plot, mm-hmm. and follows it all the way through. It's just again, we're talking about it's a little too, it's a little too typical for for mm-hmm. a uh, a sequel. It's not really connected to the and that's kind of what I like about it. It's not connected to these characters at all. Side but story. it takes place. It's like another another story that's taking place within this you know this outbreak uh so that's pretty cool um it's heartbreaking because uh spoiler alert you have a family that ends up getting affected horribly by this 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 Uh. disease um but it's it's good i i had a very low bar set for it though um so the fact that it didn't suck made it a success yeah, I, I didn't hear great things about it, so I never saw it. And uh, your description of it makes me not want to see it. So uh, I think I'm going to see that one. It's worth, I mean, if, if you're interested, it's worth seeing. It, it's well, not like you're wasting your time watching it, but I'm only, it's, not, it's not as good as this one. I'm only interested in as much that uh, I read a little about it, and uh, it sounds like that it reveals – or not reveals, but it confirms the theory – that that one guy has when when they meet up with the army people at the end, and the one guy who ends up being kind of good uh, and, uh-huh. and is trying to help them, 
uh, once they get captured and he's locked up and he says he's got this theory that he's talking about where it's like uh, they've got us quarantined. Talking about the you know uh, UK, uh, Britain, Great Britain. That it's, yep. it's not happening anywhere else. They just assume that the entire world was affected by this, but they're like, no, no. Yeah. They've shut off what is basically an island, and uh, mm-hmm. the rest of the world is just watching us from afar. And uh, yep. I guess 28 weeks confirms that, right? Yes. Yeah, it does. Wow. Okay. I keep calling it 28 weeks. I should <laughs> I should say that... Not, uh, not the Sandra Bullock movie. No, yeah. it's not 28 days of the uh, recovering alcoholic starring Sandy B. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was telling Sarah I was like you know what I should just open the podcast talking about this where I was like you know it's really a powerful movie about you know addiction and alcoholism and oh, Sandra Bullock just really knocks it out of the park. Sandra Bullock is it? I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> oh. oh man, I love Sandra Bullock. But to go back, to Sandra Bullock's <laughs> master of the universe and Sandra Bullock's. Uh, Joe, to go back <laughs> earlier, what you were saying about uh, this movie kind of seeming formulaic, uh, it did get a lot of crap for ripping off other other zombie movies. Uh, all of the kind of tropes that happen in this movie happened in uh, you know Dawn of the Dead, and um, I can't remember the list. The, Day of the Dead, the, yes, Night, of the Night of the Living Dead. Um, but even the whole meeting up with the military at the end, and, and uh, surprise, the humans are the real threat. Uh, mm-hmm. was, was lifted from another movie previously, but I give it a pass because it's a repackaging and a retelling, and this movie has its own feel and style, uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with the the fact that it was shot on mini DB. What say you? I think I think you're right. I think that part of the part of it is the way it's shot, but I think it's the director. In, anything mm-hmm. in the hands of Danny Boyle. I mean, yep. Danny Boyle is such a, a a revolutionary and visionary director. Like he's yep. one of those few directors that can take something, a tropey, you know, formulaic thing, and make it in a, such a fresh way that keeps it engaging. Uh, and that's what he did here. He did a great job with it. I, I mean, I get a little eye rolly where we get to the military and the, he's like, um, uh, Christopher Eccleston's like, I promised them women. Yeah, and it's like. You kind of, I kind of roll my eyes a little bit at it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? It's, it makes sense. It works for this story. It works for this movie. Uh, and the payoff at the end, the way Killian Murphy is able to infiltrate, re-infiltrate, yeah. and and oh. use the zombies against them. Mailer. Oh, Although, it was really. Good. I would argue though that uh, maybe that's not the best uh, uh, way to protect the women is to uh, let loose a ravaging zombie into the uh, place where they're being held. This is true. <laughs> This is true, but at the same time, there's no way that he was able to just run in by himself and take care of business. Luckily, it he needed out. backup, and that's the only backup you can get. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, nice to see Luckily, him. Uh, yeah. depending, that could have went depending really bad. On the ending you got. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was one of the other alternate endings? Oops. <laughs> Sorry, Selena. <laughs> hey, speaking of the ending, where yeah. they have like the big like sheets and parachutes that they set out for the plane, like why wouldn't you just keep it out there all the time? Yeah, why does it? I don't know. They're afraid the wind is going to blow away. Also, right. why did they go through the extra work to cr- make the word "hello" instead of just "help"? Like it's one yeah. less letter. You wouldn't have had to use uh, as many dresses and sheets, and uh, would have got the same. And point way more us. serious. I'll offer this. I'll offer this. If you are, if you're like some kind of military or observing country, mm-hmm. and you see somebody and it says "help." You're gonna go. Well, what can we send in? We can't send anything in. But if you see someone says hello, like, then you're like, oh, well, they're pretty cash. <laughs> like, <I'm> pretty. <laughs> I guess it's cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should check this out. Maybe things have calmed down a little bit. It's a trap. <laughs> well, they took a big risk because that plane could have just uh, thought it was a, it was a friendly uh, hello, and then just turned right back here's, around. Here's what I <laughs> oh, thought was lovely. going to happen. Cheers, mate. I honestly thought that that plane was going to drop a bomb. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to our Outbreak episode from two weeks ago. <laughs> I still had Outbreak on the mind. And that was, yeah, I was I was convinced that they were going to turn around, watch it, and like yes. the smiles were going to go away as a bomb got dropped. That's the alternate, alternate ending. <laughs> I'm glad that didn't <laughs> happen. Um, so the score in this movie hmm. was pretty exceptional like i i i was very fond of the way that they scored this film me too um it did they did such a great job with keeping the pace keeping that tension uh and and i don't know like it it also kind of harkened back to john carpenter like it wasn't it wasn't a comp 
complicated score, but the music was just right for the tone. Effective, um, and then uh, I liked. And, there were moments uh, where uh, maybe the happenings were a little. What's, what's happening? The happenings were a little more uh, severe, <laughs> uh, where they were using like choral music, like opera music. You know how they, they like to juxtapose that, yeah. and of course. Early 2000s, we were lousy uh-huh. with that sort of stuff. But uh, it worked in a film like this. Oh, sure. Yeah. They all kind of, all the sounds did their job of honestly, what and the feelings that they wanted us to feel. Like when they wanted us to be scary and on edge, I definitely felt that. Hey, Tess. Yes. I want you, I want you to confirm a, a stereotype, and it may be an unfair stereotype. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe. I learned this. I learned this. Are you about to, said, are you about to ask me if I was yelling at the screen? If I was yelling at the screen throughout the entire movie? <laughs> No, no, yes. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, well, that, but what I want to know, I learned Were from you the Entertainer that yes, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that, that, like, Cedric the Entertainer tells me that when black people see people running, <laughs> they oh, don't need to know. Oh, what's going on. oh <laughs> hell yeah! Oh, no, no, no explanation. <laughs> oh, none at all. <laughs> oh, you're running? Oh shit! Boy, <laughs> fuck it, we run into. <laughs> Without a doubt, that is true. I don't understand why why y'all stand around trying to figure out why people are running. Just go, just go, just figure it out later. Just figure, oh, no, figure wait, it out. Later. It was DL. That wasn't Cedric. It was DL. Oh, wow. Oh, there's been plenty of times I've ran from shit and be like, oh man, I didn't know what we were doing then. What happened? So, so this continues my trend of wanting to imagine Tess in these films, just oh, like waking up in a hospital, in a goes to a church, says hello, and people turn around and just start running at his ass. <laughs> I would have been good. here's the thing: if I and I see nobody at all, I mean, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna be walking and I'm not gonna be yelling, hey, hey, hey. Hello? Hello? I'm like, dog, you don't see anybody at fuck at all. Clearly some shit went down and it's like, you don't want alert trouble, okay? Figure the fuck this way. Do some reconnaissance. Figure out what the fuck's going on. I'm going to give him some credit for this. He's He woke up in a hospital. He was probably doped up a little bit, too. That's true. Uh, but I... Mm. Well, 28 well, days later? Well, here's here's <laughs> How far into it? Like, Do you think he got into this accident like maybe on day three? Before things really got huge, because because I'm like this dude. Are you telling me this dude didn't have any any food? He didn't have a bathroom for 28 days, and then woke up and he's fine. Well, I don't think still, you could survive that long. He was still hooked up to the IV, so maybe presumably it was uh, doing its thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a little implausible. That is good. no, but no, that is a that is a good question because it's like, yeah, how long was he there? Because I mean, wouldn't his legs could have been a little messed up? Like you know, like Uma oh, Thurman yeah, and Kill Bill. When she heard, uh-huh. you know, so like he could, he should have spent like the first. Well, I mean, no, I'm glad he didn't. He already didn't have any fucking pants. He already didn't have any fucking pants on. Yeah, that would have been fucking awful. Actually, no, <laughs> I think that would have been terrible. You know, good for him too, though, because he wasn't very well hung. Like he's not big. I know. You know? Yeah, he was. I, I thought the I same know, thing about. I thought the same thing about Oon McGregor in Train Spotting. He gets like fucking full frontal as well, and he's got the same look. Like, like man, I, I'm fucking chubbing up. If I know I'm going to be on camera naked, <laughs> like I'm hiring, a, I'm hiring a fluffer. They're going to say rolling. I'm like, all right, just just give me a thirty second head start before you uh, get rolling on the cameras, please. I'm not going out like this. I'm shaving my shit down because I need every little millimeter to count. I feel him. I was like, everything will be pristine. This kind of <laughs> That's stuff. right. It's almost like he showed up on set and they're like, all right, well, we're ready to do the full frontal nudity. He's like, wait, what? Nobody told me about this. What? Wait, that's today? Oh, shit. Bad news. We're going to have to move the schedule around. Uh, We're moving the full frontal day to today. Today? Why are they Australian? Cry, mate. Cry, Key. <laughs> My accent. So goes. again, like people that can uh, only uh, exist in movies, like that the the guy you were talking about, the military guy who ended up being kind of good. Mm-hmm. When they walk them out to the woods, and he's like, "Do me first. I'm like, "Whoa, dog!" I'd have been like, "Kill him. <laughs> He'd take me first. Yeah, I like living. <laughs> I need a couple more minutes of it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, this was a good pick. This is a good movie. Um, I like it a lot. What I, it was? I would even say uh, it's like one of my top five zombie movies. I think it's it's that good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Honestly, it has to be now for me. It is. I was like, it definitely is in the top five for me now. Yeah, I don't really like love. I don't really love love zombie films. Like me that. neither. Mm-hmm. But I love this one. Yeah, top five. Top five uh, zombie films. Go. 
28 days later. Yeah. I'll put uh, warm bodies up there, Joe. I know you like warm bodies with me. I love I love warm bodies. Mm-hmm. I love Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Oh, and um, Zombieland. I'll put Zombieland up there, too. Oh, yeah. Zombieland 1. Oh, I just saw Zombieland 2 the other Chats, day. you got to name one on your own without Joel giving it to you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Zombieland 2? <laughs> <laughs> well done. World War Z? <laughs> You already mentioned that. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, that one with um, Tantino and Clooney. Oh, and those are vampires. That's for vampires. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. What about you? What, have, what haven't we named? Uh, I liked. I love the original Romero Dawn of the Dead. Yep, one that's of a my all time favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. I like the Zack Snyder. Um, who wrote it? Uh, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, uh, Sean Gunn. James Gunn. Chris no, James Gunn. Uh, he wrote that. Uh, I love that remake. I think that remake's fantastic. Uh, Zombieland, obviously one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Um, Return of the Living Dead. Spent many a weekend doing sleepover parties with oh, my yeah. buddies watching that one. Oh, yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of good zombie films. you know. It, and it doesn't take much to get into them, to like find them, uh, especially from like the 80s and 90s. There's oh, yeah. so many. Uh, and now that they've come back around, you got Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's right. Um, Dead Snow, <laughs> the Nazi zombie movie. Yeah, that's that one's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pontypool. Did you ever see Pontypool? Mm-mm. What's that? Uh, so it's a zombie movie that no. takes place from the uh, point of view of a DJ working in a radio station. Oh, nice. So, like, while he's working, it's kind of, did you ever see the um, – the Oliver Stone movie talk radio. Yes. So that's, oh, yeah. it's mostly a, a movie that's a DJ in a radio station. And he's just like talking, talking, doing his thing. And he keeps antagonizing a listener. And he's like, well, what's he going to do? This movie terrifies me by the oh. way. And at the very end, the listener catches him mm. at his car and shoots him. <gasps> uh, yeah. Spoilers. Uh, so Pontypool, Pontypool's a little like talk radio where it's a DJ and it's the whole time he's like in his DJ booth. He's a shock jock. Uh, and people are calling up. And they start talking about like how there's this outbreak, there's stuff going on. Oh, cool. And so in the, in, in the course of the movie, he's starting to like communicate with folks. Like you're getting the story of what's going on in the world through the callers. That's awesome. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I, I would absolutely recommend that. Um, Pontypool. Pontypool. Uh, you know what? Don't even worry about it, Tess. Someday when I see you again, <laughs> I'll give it to you. Just because I know you're going to spell right. it wrong looking for it. <laughs> you're going to be like, Pantypool. Pantypool. Oh, man, I love this movie. I was actually going to ask you, how do you spell Pantypool? I'll shoot it over to you. We're all in agreement that we would recommend that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It's a good time, and it's not too long of a film. Yeah, about no, an hour forty-five, right? Yeah, just right. It packs so much into that hour and forty-five that it's almost a little like you need to take a breath after you're done with it. Like it's a little exhausting. Yeah, yeah and I agree with you about that third act. Uh, how it kind of seems drawn out and and kind of out of left field, but uh, taken as a whole, I still think that's a it's a it's a great way to to kind of wrap up some of yeah. the themes that the uh, the film is introducing. Oh, sure, sure. Man so man is always did, the greatest threat. What did uh, this movie do right? Hmm. You know what? I'll, I know you said you thought it was ugly uh, because it was shot on mini DV, but I think that while that does uh, introduce some graininess, it doesn't look as good as traditional film. It really allowed Danny Boyle to do some things with the medium that you literally just couldn't do. They couldn't move as quickly if they were shooting and film. They couldn't get some of these angles, and you can tell it, he's just like a kid in a candy shop, man. Like. Every shot is is uh, framed interestingly, and he's doing cool things with re- reflections. Um, there isn't like a, a a throwaway shot. This isn't like an episode of of uh, some some TV miniseries where it's like they just had to uh, get coverage on a bunch of stuff. Everything is is uh, is planned ahead, and the editing is fantastic too. It's just a fast paced uh, zombie with uh, mm-hmm. fast paced zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Tess? Um, for me, I just believe that it was an overall good zombie. It was an overall good zombie flick. Like it had everything that you would want in your zombie flick. They, the zombies weren't ugly looking. The story was good. The score, the score was great. It pushed everything along, and it just made for it, like it wasn't an overall like scary, scary movie for me. But it was a creepy movie that like was definitely eerie in a lot of parts that I, that I will always like remember. Yeah, overall good movie. Uh, I think that the uh, 
I, I think obviously the cast is fantastic in this movie. And while I, I both agree and disagree with what some of Joel said, uh, I do think like it's, it's well edited except for the times when it isn't. And that's usually like when people are being attacked, when people are being attacked and like, you know, the action gets kind of frenzied, frenzied and furious. Like I understand what they're trying to do by keeping you like uh, a little disoriented, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when you can't tell what's happening, like that's frustrating for me where I'm like, Whoa, okay. Did someone get bit? Did someone get punched? What, what is that? Pull the camera back a little bit. Um, Fair enough. And that's, that's kind of indicative of 2002 up through like 2009. Absolutely. Like, Every movie yeah. was we're yeah. lousy with it. Everything was getting too up close. But ultimately, I do think that like the even though that third act to me seems a little out of place, I think the pacing of this movie and I think the 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 story like the plot and the way that it's like it is really good the way that it moves everything is logical yeah. like the steps yep. as we st- go from like london to the countryside to the military compound everything makes sense there's a natural progression to it it's really a pleasure to watch a movie like that where things make sense yes <laughs> and that's kind yeah. of rare in a zombie movie what did this movie do wrong one more thing before we get into the wrong one more thing i want to say what it did right uh, that all not all zombie movies get that some of them miss but um in keeping the humanity in it. But there's mm-hmm. a couple of scenes of levity in this film where you get to see the characters relate. And they, they're actually having fun, or at least they're making the best of a, of a bad situation. That's seen in the in the grocery store where they're kind of all shopping before the shit. Oh, yeah. Man. It's funny. You know shit's about to get bad whenever anybody smiles in yep. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even that, that scene where they're going through the tunnel and they're being chased by the zombies and they get a flat tire and they have to change the flat tire before the zombies come. But at yeah. the end of it, like they're celebrating, and uh, Killian even like flips him off outside the window. There, they found little ways to uh, to keep the humanity, keep the levity. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what it did wrong. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what it did wrong? Um, I mean, I said it was one of its greatest strengths, being shot on mini DV, allowed a lot of things. But there's no denying it is not as sharp or crisp. Uh, yep. As uh, as film uh, is expected to be, yeah, yeah, it's it's an ugly looking it's an ugly looking <laughs> film. But I mean, that's just for me. I mean, that's just because I'm seeing this in 2020 and it came out in 02. So right. hindsight I'm is 2020. Whole, yeah, always 2020. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Outside of that, it was it was great. I think that's what for me. That's what this movie did wrong. Just because it's such a good film, yeah. and I wish I could go back to it and watch it and see a sharp, clear, pretty picture like this. Mm-hmm. The the movie. There is a little bit of something that it gains tonally by it being kind of such a dirty visual. Yeah, raw. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this is such a good story. Like, and I don't want them to remake it. Like, I want to see yeah. this cast, this crew, this same movie, but just sharper, a sharper, clearer image. Uh, so, yeah, ultimately, I just I don't agree with that choice, but I understand why. You know what, Joe? Uh, you, you just put it in my head. So this movie came out in 2002. So maybe in mm-hmm. 2030 they'll be able to make 28 years later and round oh out the trilogy. God. Oh wow! They'll be oh, they'll be wow. ripe for a reboot right about then. I think there was a third one called like 28 Days Later Aftermath. Oh really? That sounds yeah, like a made-for-TV sci-fi it's, channel. It's, it's, that's a terrible it name. It definitely does sound like that. <laughs> just, uh, all right. So if we were going to remake 28 Days Later now, here we go. Uh, how would we do that? I I've got one, six. two, three, four, five, six as well. All right. I got five. Okay. Uh, did you recast Hannah? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did you recast Mark? I did. Yes. Did no. you recast Major Henry West? No. That's the one. Okay. That's the one. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so Joel, let's uh, we'll go ahead and say who our Major Henry West was. Let's do it. And, and then we'll go down the list with everybody. Uh, mine would be uh, Simon Pegg. Oh, interesting. Really? Oh, do you have a theme going on here? Not really. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you're doing. <laughs> Um, I went with uh, Kyle Chandler. He's the uh, coach from, uh, from yeah Friday, uh, Friday Night Lights. Lights. <laughs> Combine those two movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, our Hannah. 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 I went with Millie Bobby Brown. Oh shit! So did I. Eleven. <laughs> Every little step I take. <clears throat> that makes two of us. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, I I went with an actress named Lily James. Oh, she's great. Yes, she is. Oh, good idea. Uh huh. I know. That's actually more inspired. Than <laughs> uh, and playing the role of her father, Frank, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Brendan Gleeson character, uh, I went with John Hamm. 
Oh, that's oh. strong. That's mm-hmm. a good one. I went with a guy named uh, Donald Logue, uh, who you may yes. know from uh, Gotham, that TV show. And mm-hmm. uh, he was also in Blade and Ghost Rider. But he's got that yeah. kind of road hard and put up wet look. Oh, okay. I went with Rupert Grit. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and uh, the character of Mark, who does not last long. No, in this I'm film. surprised that uh, we all did him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's one of the few like free-thinking humans in this movie. That is true. Uh, yeah. I went with uh, the Punisher's John Bernthal. Ooh. Oh, oh, nice. Walking Dead, John oh. Bernthal. Yeah. You got to well, I will. I went with Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Man, Chris Hemsworth ain't going to be taken down by no zombie. <laughs> In this film, he will. <laughs> well, uh, initially, I was going to go with the Nick Lachey because I thought that guy got to look like uh, uh, Nick Lachey. <laughs> 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 uh, but, but ultimately, I wanted somebody who was a better actor because uh, I will defend, he, like you said, he doesn't have a lot of screen time. He gets killed uh, in that in that first act. But... You know, I'm always complaining about movies, you know, uh, trying to tell us something instead of showing. Showing is usually always better than telling, right? Uh-huh. But, but not... And that, they do a good job of that in this. That's right. But <laughs> that scene that he has where he's talking about uh, when his family turned and he saw them all die and he saw his, yeah. his father, like, that's chilling. And sometimes in a movie like this where you're seeing a lot of zombies, things like that can be even more uh, effective. Uh, so I had to go with a better actor, and I went with Jared Leto. In the nice. Wow. Uh, all right, so the character of Selena. Here we go. Selena, Selena. Yeah, who do you have, Tess? I went with Marsha Thomason. She is the. She was Naomi in Lost. She was also in uh, Black oh. Knight, and um, also Enter the Blue Reef. I don't know if you guys. Saw any <laughs> no, of that. I'm just looking at stuff. She, you no, like I, that? No, I have not. I'm just looking at stuff she was in. Coming soon, <laughs> an episode of the editing. <laughs> Enter the Blue Reef. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Marsha Thompson. Yeah. I uh, I went with an actress named Isa Gonzalez. Oh, well, we know her yeah. from, from yeah. Baby Driver. Oh, oh yes, Baby she's great. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, who did I go with? I gotta look it up here. I went with uh, Zazie Beetz, who uh, you may know from oh yeah uh, from Deadpool, Joker, Atlanta, and Deadpool too. Oh oh, and, and also Joker. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Be- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was Domino. In Deadpool 2. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. All right, yeah, so that good. brings us to our main character, Jim. Here we go. Uh, in, in my version, uh, obviously played by Ansel Elgort. Ah, uh, hmm. I see what you did there. Nice. Mm-hmm. Tess, who do you got? Um, well, in my version, because uh, he just reminded me of such a dirty-looking person in this movie, <laughs> I went with I went with uh, da- Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. Harry <laughs> I would love to see Harry Potter, not Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter in this movie oh, against that's... running zombies. Harry Potter versus zombies? That'd be awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Who would win? Yeah, magic or uh, the, the rage, the curse? Well, when we find out uh, about halfway through the movie that uh, Killian Murphy was a bike messenger, that's when it clicked for me. I was like, God damn it. Oh, no. That's oh, right. No. <laughs> you got it. Joe Gordon-Levitt. Joe Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Fighting off zombies. Uh, obviously, my version directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, I picked everybody from Baby Driver except for Simon Pegg. He just seemed to fit most for, uh, for Major Henry West. But yeah, Edgar Wright taking care of my zombie movie. I'm going to go Joe Carnahan. Oh, that's I'm, good. I'm going to go M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> oh, God. Right. <laughs> Dude, you should have gone with Chris Columbus since you had all those Harry Potter actors. Well, damn, that oh, would perfect. Been much better. <laughs> but I like or, you know, David Yates, maybe, one of the better Harry Potter directors. Oh, or uh, Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? He didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Was Guillermo del Toro supposed to? I thought he was supposed to direct one of them. Uh, at one point. Wait, I think you're thinking of um, the other famous Mexican director at the time. Yeah, Sam the other del Toro. <laughs> yes. Cheech Marin. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. No, it was. Uh, Selma uh, Hayek. Night Stalker? Oh, it was Al- Alfonso Cuarón. <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, 
guys, if you have, you can't see this, Tess is dancing. He's doing the Alfonso. The Carl no usual. Uh, if you have any thoughts long. about 28 Days Later, uh, about what you thought it did right, what you thought it did wrong, thoughts about our recasting, how you might recast it, or if there's something we've completely glossed over, uh, let us know about it. Go to facebook.com slash editing bay or in that search bar on Facebook, put in the editing bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It's not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. It's editingbay.com. Please go there, bookmark it. Anytime you need to know anything about our little podcast here, you're going to find it right there on editingbay.com. We've got uh, links to all of our social networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, as well as uh, our Twitter handle, which is uh, at the editing bay. Please follow us there. You'll always know what movies we're talking about. Sometimes we'll tweet out little things. Just another way to follow us and engage with uh, the audience. All that and more on editingbay.com. Please leave us a rating and a review on your podcasting app. That would be fantastic. A uh, five-star rating would be great. And then just leave us a review. Let us know what you think we're doing right. Uh, even if you think there's something we could be doing better, that's cool. Just make it five-star criticism because if you leave less than five stars, you know what you are? You're a rage-filled zombie that <laughs> should be put to death. I don't think that. I really don't think you should be put to death. But you really should stop listening to us. I don't know why you're still doing it. It's been 350 episodes. Yeah, every episode, listening. he listening. says. You don't like us. You're like, <laughs> we, I hate you, but I can't stop listening. Um, That's all of our so audience. What are we going to do next week? Well, uh, finally, I think we're going to... Do we need a break A break I, from this post-apocalypse? Yes, I think we're going <laughs> to put the kibosh. We've had three weeks now of doom and gloom and post-apocalyptic. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I am tired of these motherfucking zombies on this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> so uh, we're going to uh, lighten things up a little bit, take a hard left. Uh, and uh, I was thinking, like, what, Joe? What That's what people say. It's a saying. I from, prefer a flaccid right, but, the, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get something that, that we can talk about and we can be uh, uh, a little, little more lighthearted. So I've been telling you these past few weeks that I've been slowly working my way through a movie. I've been watching it in installments uh, because uh, I don't want to foist it upon Jenna. She has no interest in seeing it, I think. And so uh, if she falls asleep You've early... you watching a movie in installments? I sure have. You know, 15, 20 minutes at a time. I'm uh, almost <laughs> all the way through it. And every time I do, it's like it's like a car wreck. I can't look away. And every time I watch oh. it, I become more and more convinced that we should talk about it on this podcast. That's right. Uh, hmm. We did uh, the live-action Beauty and the Beast remake uh, a few years ago when that came out on this podcast. Listen to our Beauty and the Beast episode. Uh, but we did not do any of the other ones. We haven't done Lion King. Maybe we'll do Milan someday, but uh, the one I'm talking uh, about is, uh, is the remake uh, of Aladdin. I know we just did a Guy Ritchie movie. I knew it! A, f- I- a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, uh, but uh, you would not know this is a Guy Ritchie movie if you watched it, and uh, Joe, I don't know if you've seen it. Tess is uh, fist-bumping, so I can I only assume... No. That he's seen parts of it. Oh, I've definitely seen it. But there, <laughs> boy, is there stuff to talk about, uh, especially oh, comparing and contrasting with the original beloved. Uh, <laughs> is is fist bumping? Hold on, can we? Is he next to me? Is he? <laughs> Are you elbow? There you go. Can Virtual you... fist bump. Other side. Other side. Other side. It's too bad nobody can see this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys missed it. Uh, I wish we were still broadcasting on fist, uh, fist bump on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you have looks it, like folks. Pun- looks like we punched Joel. <laughs> yes, I'm in the middle. Joel on my screen because he's between us. Just got donkey punched yeah. by oh, is he? podcast co-host. Well, Joe, soon you will know why Tess is so excited to talk about this movie uh, when we review uh, 2000. Was it 2019? Right, just came out last year. Yeah, 2019's yeah, sure. Aladdin. Well, that's great because that's a movie I think that I can actually get my wife to watch with me too. Oh, there you go. You'll uh, love to hear both of <laughs> I your thoughts. Think she wants, she whole... doesn't want to watch these ninja and zombie movies for some reason. I don't know. Why not? They're fucking great. <laughs> Lame. They're cool. Fucking it's off. fucking gold. Fucking gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will uh, we'll catch up with you with uh, Aladdin, which is what it's on Disney Plus now, right? Uh, Should be. I think so. Yeah. Okay. If not, I'll just find him somewhere. I've got all the Aladdins. <laughs> of course you do. I gave them to you. <laughs> yes, you them. did. <laughs>
There's three oh, actually. There are three. There's three. Yeah. There's there's the first one. There's the return to Jafar. There's the oh, second one. And then and there's, there's the third one. <laughs> there's the first one. The second one, which is the return to Jafar. I remember. And that. there's the third one, which is the King of Thieves, which is my favorite one. And that's that no the, one ever remembers. No, yeah, because that's the one where they brought Robin Williams back. Right. He they skipped out on the yeah. second one, but. Uh, Threw a truckload oh, of money in front of oh, yeah. The second one was just a glorified pilot for their TV show. That's exactly what it was. Oh, yep. yeah. I was like, yeah. the third one was fucking amazing. I mean, it had his dad in it, gold. Oh man, I could talk about it for hours. Well, Dude, we won't be talking. Okay, about wait, which one, which <laughs> yeah, one do you prefer more? Do you like Aladdin three or do you like the Goofy movie more? Ooh. Oh, definitely a Goofy movie. That's my yeah. favorite. That's my favorite Disney movie. It's pretty time. good. Goofy movie's fantastic. It's so good. Uh, all right, guys. We will uh, we'll reconvene on this thing next week. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't take us an hour and a half just to get started. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Tess, thank you for being here. Uh, Joel, it's always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. <laughs> I assume that was a really long delay on your end because. I was just waiting for you to finish. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Technology. If I had a nickel for every time someone said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by Google Hangouts. Connect with your friends in real time on Google Hangouts. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be breathless with anticipate. <laughs> Should. Oh, oh, <laughs> there you <okay>. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. We're led and be safe. Thanks, guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.